are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. And he is the head of the body, the church. Do you all agree that Jesus is the head of the church? He is the head of the body, which is the church. We are the body of Christ. Say, I am the body of Christ. All right. Jesus is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning. Now, who's the beginning? Jesus. The beginning of what? The beginning of the church. Now, hold that in your thinking and hold your place there and go to Hebrews chapter 12 verse 21 so terrible was the sight that Moses said I exceedingly fear and quake now he's talking about the mountain that God's presence was upon but you are come to Mount Zion and to a city of the living God a heavenly Jerusalem to an innumerable company of angels to the general assembly and church of the firstborn which is written in heaven to God the judge of all and to the spirit of just men made perfect the church of the firstborn first man raised from the dead no the firstborn from spiritual death now go back to Colossians verse 18 Jesus is the head of the body the church who is the beginning the beginning of the church the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have preeminence. He is the firstborn from the dead. He is the beginning of the church of the firstborn. And he said, I will build my church. Men have tried to build it for years and they failed. Religion has tried to build it and some religions tried to tear it down and most of them ended up tearing it down. But he said, I'll build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Now Jesus, when he died and became the scapegoat, was ushered into the region of the damned. It is not literally the lake of fire or the permanent abode, which is considered to be the lake of fire, the permanent abode of the wicked dead. But that compartment of the wicked dead where Jesus went is actually the gate to hell. Now, you listening to me? When you get there, you're not going anywhere else unless you was a son of God and got raised from the dead. The wicked people that were in the place of the wicked dead did not get another chance. You can forget it. The people that were in paradise down there he did lead them out in paradise. Now it's in heaven. It's not in the earth anymore. It's in heaven. But Jesus was ushered. He made his grave with the wicked and the rich in his death. He went to the abode of the wicked dead, which is not literally the final abode of the wicked dead because they'll be resurrected bodily, judged, and put into the permanent abode, which is the lake of fire. But we know from Luke 16 that there is torment of fire in the place of the wicked dead. Jesus went there. 
that is considered the gate to hell. When you get there, you're not going anywhere else. And Jesus said, I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it after he had suffered for us there in hell in the gate to prove that the gates of hell will not prevail against it. He started the church there. Are you listening? He was born again. Spirit life entered into him. God's voice echoed down in the chambers of the damned and said, He's my son. Thy throne, O God, is forever, he said. And he came out of that place. And he started the church in the gates of hell. He is the firstborn. You must not have got that like I did. <laughs> to prove that the gates of hell won't prevail against it. He is the beginning of the church, the firstborn. Where was he born? In the gates of hell. They couldn't hold him. They couldn't hold him. And I want you to know, the gates of hell couldn't hold Jesus, and the gates of hell cannot hold any person that will receive what Jesus has done for. He's the snake on the ground. He's the rod in Moses' hand. He's the serpent on the pole. And anyone that has been bitten by that old serpent, if they behold the serpent on the pole, they'll live. Woo, suddenly that serpent became beautiful to me. Have you noticed that on the license plate of medical doctors there is a serpent on a pole? Dear Lord God, turn to the second chapter of Colossians. Verse 12. Buried with him in baptism wherein also we are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who hath raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your sins and uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened us together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. He was a scapegoat. He carried your sins. Blotting out the handwriting and ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, taking it out of the way, nailing it to the cross, thank God. He nailed it to the cross. Now, literal translation says that he removed the handwriting from the note. Woo, glory to God. The devil comes waving your trespasses and telling, look at it again. There's nothing but a blank sheet of paper. Glory to God. Remove the handwriting from the note. Verse 15, and having spawned principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Do you know what the word spoiled means? The Greek word translated spoiled means to strip off or unclothe. Satan had robed himself with the authority that he usurped from Adam. But Jesus went into the region of the damned suffered the penalty of sin, and when he came out of that place, he stripped Satan of his authority, he stripped it off of him, and he's streaking there now, he don't have a thing to wear. Glory to God. He's full principalities and powers. They to show them open the triumphing over them in it. Blessed be God. Woo. 
He don't have any authority. Jesus stripped him of it. Jesus stood on the mountain in the 28th chapter of Matthew, and he said, All power is given to me both in heaven and in earth. And then he turned to the believer and said, Now you go in my name. Take my name, because there's authority in that name. You're the body. He's the head. And you're the church of the firstborn. Then in Philippians 2, it says he made of himself no reputation. The name of Jesus is above every name. It's above every name. Ephesians 1 says it's above principality, power, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but in the world which is to come. At that name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Beings in heaven, beings in earth, beings under the earth. That's why I'm titled Authority in Three Worlds. You have authority in the realm of the earth. You have authority through prayer and through the confession of God's word to call all heaven to your aid in this earth. You have authority through the name of Jesus over the region of the damned. You have authority in three worlds of existence. Did you notice it says that every knee shall bow to the name of Jesus? For years I thought it bowed to Jesus. It didn't say that, bow to the name of Jesus, and he gave you his name to use. Now, that's not all of it. Let me give you a scripture. Psalms 138, verse 2. Now, here's the good news, and this will cap the whole thing off. <laughs> he gave us his name that is above every name. It's above sickness, it's above disease, it's above poverty. And we have the authority to use it. We have the authority of the body. We're born here and we've been born again and anointed with the Holy Ghost so we can legally destroy the works of the devil the same as Jesus did. We have his name to use and that name has authority. But not only that, he has magnified his word above his name. That's what the psalmist David said. His word is magnified above his name. Not only do you have the greatest name in all the universe, but you have the word of God, which is magnified because the word is Jesus. But the word indicates spoken, spoken, spoken. This word will do you no good unless you get it in your mouth. The authority that is invested in you of the head of the church, Jesus of Nazareth, will do you no good unless you exercise it. Jesus was the serpent on the ground. He was the rod in Moses' hand. He was the serpent on the pole. He was the scapegoat loosed into the wilderness. God put his hand so to speak, upon the spirit of Jesus and confessed all of your sins and your iniquities. And then he was let go into the place not fit for human habitation. And judgment fell there upon Jesus that you might be free. Now stand to your feet and praise him, Lord. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. God bless you. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, this is the last day for CD offer number 7033. It is four CDs. It's the whole series that we have taught here on radio for the last six weeks. 
and it's all together so that you can get the whole story. I know some of you have missed part of it. It's important to understand authority. That's Authority in Three Worlds is the title of it. CD offer number 7033 for $34. Now, when it comes to understanding authority, in the 8th chapter of Matthew, one of the strongest teachings on it is where a man came to Jesus and said his servant was sick. Jesus said, I'll come heal him. He said, oh, you don't have to do that. He said, I'm a man under authority. I have soldiers unto me. I say to this one, go, and he goeth to another come, and he cometh to do this, and he doeth it. And Jesus heard it. He marveled and said unto them that followed, verily, I have not found so great faith no not in Israel. Now do you understand what Jesus is saying? He's essentially saying that he had greater faith than all the covenant people because this man understood authority. I asked the Lord about it. He said because he understood authority. He said I'm under authority so I have authority. If you're under the authority of the word of God you have authority to use the word of God over sickness, disease, and situations that come against you in life. You need to know that and you need the whole series so you don't have gaps in it because I know not many of you heard the whole series that I did in the last six weeks. But it's available to you, and it'll be a blessing to you. It's important to know that God gave mankind dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl there, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing. Well, it's good news to us to know you have dominion over creeps in this day in which we live. That's CD offer number 7033, four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling total of $34. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this Charles Caps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.